Welcome to another episode of Other Duties as Assigned. This week, Kaylee and I are excited to bring you our leadership special. You're going to hear three interviews this week. The first interview is with General Fogarty. We discuss the move of Army Cyber Command from Maryland to Fort Gordon and all that that means for the CSRA. The second interview is with the president and CEO of 26 Labs, Chris Grimo. We were lucky enough to snag some time with Mr. Grimo while he was in town announcing the opening of 26 Labs' new Augusta office. The third interview is with Georgia Governor Brian Kemp. Governor Kemp was at the Cyber Center to announce that Georgia is, once again, the number one state to do business. We hope you enjoy these interviews as much as we did. Stay tuned until the end. We have something exciting to share with everyone. Enjoy! Can you tell me a little bit about the importance of Army Cyber Command's relocation to Fort Gordon and how the regional investment in this growth matters? So uh, let me step back in time. Really, what set the conditions for the eventual uh, movement of Army Cyber to Augusta was a decision made uh, back in about the 2005 timeframe to build out uh, NSA Georgia. So that really established the conditions. As we look forward to operations in the cyberspace environment, what we realize is that uh, the operations are driven by intelligence, that the National Security Agency is our most important partner, our greatest enabler. So decision made back in 2005 actually, uh, as you fast forward, really set the decision uh, to allow Army Cyber to move down here. What I think is important is we're the first service, so the, the Navy, uh, the Air Force, they've, they've made other decisions. We're the first service to actually uh, build our headquarters attached to the NSA facility at, uh, down here at Fort Gordon, and that's critically important to us. We think that's what's required to optimize our ability to conduct our operations. So that becomes uh, very important. Uh, I was the commander of NSA Georgia back in that time frame. And as we look forward, we really had the big idea, which was if you build it, they will come. Mm-hmm. And that's actually what we're seeing uh, today. So the nature of Fort Gordon has changed uh, since 2005. At that time, it was uh, principally a uh, signal training post. Uh, today, it's uh, uh, trains signal and cyber forces. There are three military intelligence brigades there. And then you have... Uh, actually very large uh, service contributions from the Navy uh, and the Air Force at NSA Georgia and then many NSA civilians. So we, we think the, the local environment has evolved to, uh, to actually create the perfect storm for us. So intel, uh, communications, uh, power, so uh, the reliability of what Georgia Power provides, that's very important to us. Uh, uh, from my headquarters, we're actually an operational headquarters. And so we're responsible for uh, operating Army networks, defending Army networks, and then conducting uh, offensive cyberspace operations when directed. And so I have, I have to be able to do all that, and I have to do it from a facility that actually allows me to do that <laughs> 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So, uh, so I, I think that if the physical uh, – plant at Gordon and Augusta is very important. When we look at the, uh, the composition of the, uh, the workforce, uh, very highly educated workforce uh, here in Augusta, 
So uh, from uh, the people that work at uh, Savannah Riverside uh, to uh, 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 the people who work in the medical profession. So we had really kind of, uh, I think, a big advantage by, uh, by co-locating here. A lot of Intel people that have been here for, for quite a while. The signal force uh, was always the technical force uh, for the Army. So I think uh, uh, the population is, you know, another very important factor. I think, you know, this, this is a good place to, uh, to be to recruit the people that, uh, that we'll need as we continue to, uh, to build out. I think the, uh, the third item then becomes really the, uh, the social opportunities. So uh, everything from schools uh, for uh, the workforce uh, to the, the medical capabilities that are in the region uh, to uh, the, the schools, uh, training opportunities that are down here. And then you have very good access. So you're close to Atlanta, you're close to Columbia, uh, close to Savannah. Uh, so I, I just think it's, again, kind of the perfect storm. Uh, right. And it's, it's very near. We will actually uh, move and start uh, uh, conducting operations uh, June of 2020. And uh, I can't wait to get down here is the bottom line. And I'm sure that'll, that'll happen a lot quicker than anyone can imagine. <laughs> Absolutely. You could say we're a little excited about it. Right. <laughs> well, and we, and we are also. So uh, I think, uh, you know, we've worked very hard with the local community, local chambers of commerce, and uh, the CSRA alliance to actually tell the, the Augusta story, the CSRA story, actually, uh, to our workforce. When I was at NSA Georgia, we hired 300 NSA civilians back in 2005. And a lot of people doubted that we would actually be able to attract 300 and then there would be 300 quality uh, employees. And so I think, first of all, uh, I know we were able to get all 300 and it's it's gone far beyond that uh, over the last few years. Uh, but most importantly, we're able to uh, recruit uh, 300 really quality people. And so that's a, another strength that we're building on. So I, so I know it can be done. Uh, and I think the local community, they, they helped us uh, do this. So earlier you mentioned partnerships with NSA Georgia, with Georgia Power, with the medical community. Can you talk a little bit about what those partnerships look like and how they lend to Army Cyber Command success? Yeah, so so there are a couple of things. Uh, and matter of fact, we're actually sitting in in one of the partnerships, right? The Georgia Cyber Center. I think you know, Governor Deal made a really masterful move. Uh, it's it's either the only one of its kind, certainly in this region, uh, maybe the only one of its kind in the nation. But uh, you know, by building the Georgia Cyber Center, he indicated that you know. Georgia and the region, they were serious about uh, getting us down here because you're going to bring an industry that we depend upon. Uh, Sometimes it can get hard to get onto a military base. Uh, Sometimes it's even harder when you're trying to get on to a top secret platform inside a military base. And so a facility like this actually gives us the opportunity to meet with small businesses, uh, businesses that, frankly, they have to make a decision whether they're going to invest to get up to a top secret level or not. Mm-hmm. And so we can start the uh, the discussion. Now, the other thing is we have uh, members of our workforce that may take a while to get through the clearance process. And you know, I can have them work uh, out of the Georgia Cyber Center 
working problems that are of significance to me. They're just not at the top secret level, perhaps. Uh, you know, very early on. So we, we think this is uh, we think this is great. Georgia Power is really an interesting uh, partner because when you look at the reason that NSA located here, part of it was uh, access to reliable power, uh, and that's been proven time and time again. Second thing that uh, attracted uh, NSA down here is you had uh, access to a high-speed fiber ring that ran around the country, and that's very close to here. So that was very, very important. Uh, and then, uh, frankly, the the Fort Gordon's is not it's not embedded. It's not surrounded by the city, so you have a little bit of standoff, a little bit of security, which uh, which we think is uh, important. Uh, local school systems uh, very important to us. Uh, uh, you know, Augusta State you know, University uh, they've really leaned into this, and I think that's been uh, that's been very important. Uh, I think the local schools uh, they have indicated that they will do what it takes. Uh, for you know the the children of the workforce that we're bringing down, and for most parents, that's the number one thing they're concerned about. Uh, and then I just think it's uh, you know, I've lived here now. This will be my third time back, uh, and so so I know how warm you know, everyone is here, and I've tried to uh, you know balance my personal enthusiasm, make sure that people have the information that they require to. Uh, to make a good decision. And I think the last thing is the Codells, both from South Carolina and Georgia, they've really leaned into this uh, mm-hmm. with us. And matter of fact, we spoke to uh, uh, senators from Georgia, South Carolina, and then uh, many of the representatives from both Georgia and South Carolina just, uh, just a couple of weeks ago. So I know we're short on time. Yeah. We only have you for a few minutes. Could you, just to wrap it up, tell me what are kind of your top bullet points? What are the things that are most important to you? Okay, so we're, we're on our way. Uh, 20 June of 2020, uh, I want to be operating, uh, not moving in, but actually operating uh, out of our, uh, our new uh, headquarters. Uh, I'm looking forward to the workforce actually getting settled in here as rapidly as possible. And what that means is they're, they've been able to move into their houses or apartments, that their kids are in school, that uh, uh, family members uh, are enrolled in you know, medical facilities that they need to be, uh, and then they're ready to, uh, to work. Uh, what I can't afford to have is, uh, is an you know, interruption in, uh, in our operations. Right. And so we're very confident that uh, the local community uh, – the uh, the team at Fort Gordon is uh, you know well prepared to uh, to receive us and again I I think I speak for uh, you know, the majority of the members the vast majority of the members of our workforce uh, we're just really happy uh, and eager to get down here and then uh, and to start the new chapter in the life of uh, Army Cyber we are so happy to have you sir thank, you, thank so you so much for being here absolutely thank you. It was so great to be able to sit down and ask General Fogarty a few questions about Army Cyber Command and what that means for the CSRA. Next up, we have Chris Grimo from 26 Labs. He's their president and CEO. 
Chris was in town to announce the opening of Two Six's new Augusta office, and he was kind enough to sit down with Kaylee and I for a few minutes to answer some of our questions and talk about what the opening of Two Six's new Augusta location means for them. Enjoy. Will you tell me three things that you think are important for people to understand about Two Six Labs going into this interview? Yeah, so um, one, thank you for inviting us. Um, so Two Six Labs, we're a research and development uh, company, and we're specifically focused on trying to solve uh, difficult challenge or unsolved challenges within national security. That's really our passion. So we identify uh, new and unsolved problems, whether it's in uh, cybersecurity or a homeland security challenge. Uh, we developed advanced technology and data analytics and uh, different tactical uh, systems um, or big platforms um, and apply those solutions then to uh, actually getting solutions to operators, warfighters, uh, folks in the field that can actually you know, make use of them. So we, we talked about this a little bit, that there are so many different contractors um, who are competing for these same bids and everything. Do you think that's what makes you so unique as a company, is that you're able to take some of these kind of um, best practice, common sense applications and, and make them usable and easy and affordable? Yeah, exactly. I think that's one thing that, that's kind of unique about us. So uh, we're a relatively small company. Um, so for... Uh, the kind of the innovative research side of things, we tend to um, compete against other, you know, small um, and or academic, um, you know, type uh, type groups. Um, I think we're unique in that um, on that side of things that we do this innovative research, but we always have an eye to actually deploying something. And we hire folks that have that mindset that come from uh, the actual user communities and then actually try to develop and deploy the solutions that we develop as opposed to just demonstrate that we've solved the problem. Um, um, right. On the you know, other side, there's a lot of you know large defense contractors that you know deploy you know very you know uh, large uh, systems, but we tend to focus on being more agile, uh, not trying to build you know the, the the largest systems, but the most innovative, the ones that really solve a key problem or a key niche that really can have an impact um, to uh, to the customers we support. When uh, another partner who I won't name for anonymity's sake, when they found out that y'all were moving in, they were very excited. They just felt like y'all are true innovators. You really get after it. Um, you're doing some things that other people aren't agile enough to do. And you're really using people who have those um, common sense understanding of the problem because they've been in it before and they understand what the user needs. So. Yep. And you're focused on shipping yeah. Product. <laughs> so we, we we focus on actually delivering. Uh, we call them fielded systems, right? Mm -hmm. folks. So we're you know uh, it's great to solve problems, and we work a lot with partners who uh, you know along with with us are great at actually uh, demonstrating what's possible, and that's a great area to be in. But for us, we tend to attract um, uh, folks who actually want to see the end results. They're not happy with just demonstrating that it can be done, they want to see actual people, you know, operators using that technology. Yeah. Yeah. So where did the name 26 Labs come from? <laughs> What's the story behind that? Yeah, so <clears throat> um, the, the company spun out um, from a, uh, uh, 
uh, other uh, larger uh, cybersecurity company about two and a half years ago. Um, that company was, uh, or part of the company was acquired by a, a larger uh, cybersecurity um, uh, a vendor. Um, and uh, when they spun out, we were the uh, the labs group of that company, a kind of you know the Skunk Works folks that were uh, focused on developing the advanced capabilities for the products that that company brought to market. Uh, brought brought to market. Uh, when that company was acquired, um, it was decided that hey, we could you know bring more capabilities to market on our own, um, and it made sense to kind of split us off. So the, the paperwork uh, that was signed uh, to, uh, to spin us off was signed on February 6th of 2017. Oh, that's uh, great. We refer to it as our Independence Day. That's great. <laughs> um, and we named the company after it, 26 uh, Labs. Um, so every year on uh, February 6th, we celebrate it as our, as our birthday, but uh, we also uh, designate it as a day of service. So on that day, everyone uh, at all of our offices around the company take the day off and do some sort of local community event um, to give back, um, you know, we've done everything from making blankets um, uh, for uh, 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 veterans um, who are, you know, at Walter Reed um, to, you know, working with local uh, food banks and, and other things. So um, for us, uh, you know, 2-6 is a, is a special day. That's really great. I That's love awesome. that. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm glad that we get to celebrate that with you guys this year. And that's the yes. day before my birthday, so I will oh, never forget excellent. that. <laughs> that's great. So the team here, I just heard you say that um, Al is your first mm -hmm. Georgia employee. How many employees do you have in Georgia now? We're, we're at five right now and five? growing. Uh, I think we're, we're interviewing a whole bunch next week. That's <laughs> awesome. That's great. So can you talk a little bit about why you chose Augusta and yes. why now? Yeah, so um, one of our, our, our key customers that we've supported is uh, Army Cyber. Mm -hmm. um, as you know, they're located here at Fort Gordon, and they're moving their headquarters here. So, you know, uh, Augusta's becoming kind of Army, uh, Army Cyber Central. Um, so um, we identified um, several years ago that it's actually the folks coming out of uh, organizations like Army Cyber um, and other similar uh, national security organizations that have the folks with both the skills, technical mm -hmm. skills, uh, the know-how, and the mission mindset. The folks who really want, you know, they're coming out of those organizations and they really then want to see advanced technology know what it means to have that technology come back to essentially their former colleagues, right? Um, so it's been a, a, a strategy of ours to bring those folks into our organization because it's a perfect fit. Yeah. So Al was the, the first one from Army Cyber <laughs> that, that, uh, that joined us, and he's brought along a, a lot of, uh, of, of, of former colleagues, and uh, we want to continue that. Yeah. So it sounds like you guys are really focused on culture. Yeah, absolutely. Like It's key. Having, having kind of a not different for different sake, but just very focused on like getting the right people out of literally the places that you're trying to support and Absolutely. build for and integrating them into an environment where they can quickly produce yeah. deliverables. Like, right. Yeah. So innovation is all about culture, right? Mm -hmm. Anyone who, right. Um, it's probably cliche, but, um, it, 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 that is absolutely true. So, um, what we've tried to do at two six is create a culture that marries, um, some of the, uh, experts, um, in these different areas of technology, um, and, and security, um, and marry them with folks who actually have the operational experience, folks who have deployed and fought, uh, the challenges associated with these things, whether it's Homeland Security or cybersecurity, um, and marry those types of folks together into a uh, high-performance, 
high speed, um, you know, organizational culture. And that's, that's really what we've been trying to do. And, and the key thing is, you know, opening up offices where you can tap into the folks because it's really right. the people, right? You know, uh, you can't, you can't get everyone of the, you know, of those types of folks to, or in, in quantity to, to move to one area of the country. So you have to kind of spread out. Yeah. And they're great people too. All the guys that work out of this space are phenomenal oh, and just, you know, they want to be a part of this ecosystem that we're building here and they, they want to tap into that. Um, and it sounds like a lot of, you know, what you're doing is very similar to the mission of defense digital service, right? I hear a lot of the common themes and how you're explaining the way that you guys operate and how they explain the culture that they're trying to build, but they're trying to build it with service members while y'all are trying to build it once the service member has exited the right. service, right? Right, right, exactly. Right. Yep. Um, can you talk a little bit about how you're affecting the culture around innovation, not just within your company, because eventually those people move on or, you know, they move to back to where their family is, and they end sure. up working somewhere else. So that culture is seeping out, not just from two six or it's seeping out from two six labs and, and kind of affecting yeah. other areas. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, a big area um, for us is actually uh, publishing and uh, going through the conference circuits and getting, you know, the the, the key solutions that we're developing and the, the results of that. So uh, we publish uh, things both uh, internally uh, via a blog, right, that we then send out to the different communities um, that, we, that we support, and we talk at different conferences. So to us, we're trying to not just, uh, uh, you know, build a culture internally, but, you know, try to, you know, uh, showcase that, right, um, to other folks. Uh, we also run uh, what's been a very successful uh, internship program. Um, I think last year we had uh, 20 uh, interns from across the country, wow. um, typically, you know, either, uh, you know, junior, <coughs> senior uh, college uh, level uh, folks. Um, um, and or uh, uh, graduate students um, who come work with us for, you know, a summer or sometimes they stay for, you know, six months. Um, and, uh, you know, some, uh, obviously, we hope will come back and work for us. But even for those who don't, what we're hoping is that they, they kind of bring that, that innovative yeah. culture to wherever they decide to, uh, to, to stay permanently. That's great. I was reading some of your blog posts, and then I heard you talking about them earlier. Um, what do you think or what to you, what keeps you up at night? You were talking about the blog posts out there about, um, the gun safes and all that, yeah. you know, what's the one thing that's really keeping you up at night that you guys are working on? Um, well, so there, there's a couple areas that, that, that we focus on. So obviously the cybersecurity, um, so, uh, you know, everything um, associated with protecting you know, our critical infrastructure, right. Uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, it, it's amazing, how, you know, it, the, the, capabilities that we have now, you know, with everything connected together, you know, provides, you know, amazing advances in productivity, but as, you know, we're talking about, you know, creates amazing vulnerabilities as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, that's, that's the key thing, whether it's, you know, power grid or, you know, financial systems or, you know, anything along those lines, you know, it's all the big stuff, yeah, big stuff <laughs> like that. Um, the other thing that we focus on on the Homeland Security um, area is actually monitoring for uh, uh, weapons of mass destruction. So we actually yeah. have a, a program uh, that, that we support that actually deploys um, city scale, region scale um, monitoring devices to look for radiological chem and bio threats um, in some of our largest, you know, uh, uh, regions, um, you know, around the country. Um, and that's also something that we're proud to be part of, but, you know, also you yeah. know, keeps us up at night. Oh, I sure imagine. That stuff yeah. Works. <laughs> yeah, that's something that we talk about here a lot. And you're, you'll hear our executive director, Eric Toller, bring it up is protecting critical infrastructure because mm -hmm. the majority of critical infrastructure in the United States is run by private industry. Yes. 
not by the government and our competitors on the global stage don't have that separation of industry, academia, and government. That's they don't right. have to worry about that. That's right. They're and, government on, yeah. Right. And so trying to bridge that gap with like a dedicated industry partner, like two six, trying to like hone in and solve those problems with government. Yep. Is kind of a powerful combination. Absolutely. And and, and really, you know, key, I think, you know, uh we can move faster, right? right. Um in those particular cases. And I think that's what's 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 key. Yeah. We run a field trip uh, here. You know, we have we have so many people who want to come see it because it's this big, shiny new thing on the river. And, you, you know, there's a lot of confusion and probably assumptions about what we do here. And anytime I talk to a friend and they really find out what what I do, they're like, oh, I thought you were catching terrorists all day. And I was, I'm like, no, I'm really far from that. So we try to bring people in as much as we can when they request to come see it. We want them to be able to. And a big part of that is educating students. So they, they know what we do here and there's not such a cloud around cybersecurity and computer science. So our one of the field trips that we run, we bring students in and um, pretend that the power grid has been taken down oh, and the kids cool. have to go around and they do this escape room challenge and oh, um, they get to find clues and it really introduces them at an early age to to some of the things that you're working on. Yeah, that's um, great. And you quickly find out which kids <clears throat> understand how to decode binary. <laughs> right. Yeah, there you go. truly. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's always one in every group. They can yeah. figure there it is. out. I'm there sure. is. Um, so I asked you what what keeps you up at night, but what are you most excited about? What, you know, intrigues you the most about what you do and what you work on? Um, yeah, so uh, like I said, for us, it's really about getting uh, capability, right, um, out into the, uh, you know, the actual users, right? So, um, you know, what gets me excited is, is uh, seeing, you know, so it's been uh, a couple years in the making, right, since the, the spinoff two and a half years ago. But we are now uh, this year really seeing um, uh, the maturity of some of our capabilities to a point where they're actually in operation. So, um, unfortunately, I can't talk about you know in the details, but we have <laughs> you know we have stuff being used day in and day out for missions, right? In cybersecurity, um, in homeland security, and you know the thing that I you know um, really uh, love doing is going and actually to the watch floors and the operation centers where this technology and seeing it on the the large screens, yeah. right, with hundreds of people looking up and 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 doing their jobs, right, based on the data that these systems are providing. That that. That's really what what uh, gets me motivated. Yeah, that's something to be proud of for sure. Yeah. Where did you? Um, when did you decide that this is what what you wanted to do? How did you get <laughs> down this path? Yeah. So, um, well, so I've been doing this kind of research and development for a long time, uh, going back to actually grad school. Um, so I worked on my first uh, R and D program for the Department of Defense back in 1990. Um, so, and I just kind of caught that bug, right? Yeah. Where, you know, it's just, you know, it's, it's a, it's an interesting place to be because they work on challenges that, you know, uh, the private sector or the commercial industry hasn't even thought of yet. And I think being on that forefront is really what, what draw me to it. Um, and then, you know, later on, um, getting to work on so many of those research projects, um, finding a place where, you know, you actually got to see those things, you know, in use is really what, you know, uh, has, uh, has motivated me, you know, to, uh, to build this company. So that's great. We're excited to have you as partners here. And I know that our partners, especially in this area are excited to, um, collaborate with you guys and, and just be kind of in this shared environment yeah. that y'all are in down here. That's great. Um, 
you know, is this, is being in this environment an important part of coming to Augusta and getting to know people in this way? Yeah, absolutely. So we, I didn't know about this when we decided to come to Augusta, but it's been a, a you know, a happy, uh, you know, find um, in, in, uh, in doing this. I think it's a, it's a great, you know, concept to bring, you know, uh, industry and government and, and uh, academia t- together and to, you know, design a space like this that's collaborative, that is going to enable kind of those uh, opportunistic, right, meetings uh, between partners. Um, we actually do a lot of work with, uh, uh, you know, both industry and academic partners in our existing mm-hmm. work. So um, I'm, I'm really excited to, you know, leverage this to actually find new partners that we can uh, uh, work with and partner with on, on, on new capabilities and new programs. That's great. So we typically end by asking um, what your favorite Augusta gym is. But since this is your, is this your first time <laughs> in Augusta? my first time in Augusta. Your very first time in Augusta. <laughs> oh, man. So what's been your favorite thing about the day? Uh, so I had a great burger um, at Farmer's. Uh, <laughs> farmhouse? That, uh, farmhouse. Yeah. Farmhouse. So yeah. That was excellent. Um, so, no, actually, I, I've never been here, but it's a, a beautiful, um, you know, area. I, not, not, you know, I, I think, you know, I obviously I'd heard about it because of the Masters and things, but, uh, you know, uh, it, it's been great to see that it's actually more than, than just that, and yeah. it's a, a great community. Yeah. Home of James Brown, home of the Masters, home of Army Cyber thing. Command. Yeah. So moving on up. <laughs> That's it's right. a good mix. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us today. We, we really appreciate having the chance to talk to you. Thank you. Again, we would like to thank Chris Grimo, the president and CEO of 26 Labs, for the time he was able to give us while he was in town announcing the opening of 26 Labs' new Augusta office here at the Georgia Cyber Center. We're so excited to have 26 Labs here at the center as one of our resident partners. And finally today, you're going to hear from Governor Brian Kemp of the great state of Georgia. Governor Kemp was in town to announce that, again, Georgia is the best state to do business. We were able to snag a few minutes with the governor to discuss Augusta, business in Georgia, and a few other things. And again, we're so thankful that he was able to give us some time. Enjoy. So will you tell me the three things that you think are most important for people to know about you? Oh, man. You're talking about from the <laughs> official side, personally? or It can be personal philosophy, leadership style, about your family, whatever you think. Well, I think probably one of the, the – probably the top thing, uh, you know, just taking politics, policy, everything out of it is, um, you know, I'm just simply doing what I told people I would do. That's one of the things I learned a long time ago, kind of being a frustrated small business owner trying to do something about it by running for a state senate seat and it really kind of led me to where i am today i never thought i would get drug in the fight this long <laughs> if you will but i also you know experienced some ups and downs in politics and had been out of it after being in it and was really frustrated with a lot of people that would say one thing when they campaign and do something completely different when they got in office or do right. nothing at all And I just decided when I got another opportunity that I was just going to tell people what I was going to do. And when I got in office, that's what I was going to do and fulfill my promises. And so that's probably something I'm most proud of. All right. So the Georgia Cyber Center is an unprecedented investment by a state government and by the state of Georgia. Um, Can you talk about your thoughts on the future of the Augusta region as Army Cyber Command relocates? Well, we, we just had a little roundtable meeting upstairs. It's incredible to see the collaboration that's going on between government, 
defense, the private sector, really unheard of. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. neat things going on in Atlanta that Georgia Tech and other people are doing between, you know, the, the educational part and the private sector, but you, you don't ever see the defense part of it. And I think that's what's such a unique, unique opportunity for our state. While I'm so, so bullish on this area and what's happened here at the center, uh, for our future, I think we have a, you know, really the sky's the limit in front of us. I mean, there's been some great work that Governor Deal started, and I'm just excited about the opportunities we have with us, you know, for defense initiatives, but also for the private sector. And right. I think it's our job as the government, whether it's K through 12, higher ed, uh, the technical college system, mm -hmm. we got to keep producing the graduates. Uh, to fulfill the workforce that we need here so we can continue to grow. And that's a huge issue in our state and in our country. Uh, but I think certainly for this area, that's something that not only you have to focus on locally, but we also have to focus on as a state. Absolutely. We've got to be an enabler. No, we absolutely do. And we have to, and, I, and a lot of what we talked about today, and I wasn't doing much of the talking, I was listening. But I think a lot of what we all have to do is to continue to promote this, to raise awareness, to let people know the great opportunities that they have to serve in a lot of different ways, to serve as a, you know, a great member of the community and of society and the private sector, you know, giving back to your state and your country through mm -hmm. government service or, you know, being part of academia that's helping continue to feed that pipeline that will fuel all of that, which is going to be tremendous, not, not only for, you know, Augusta and Columbia County where the base is, but really all the bedroom communities that are surrounding this area. Right. I mean, this right. is a regional, yep. you know, this is a, a, an effort of regional significance. And, and I kind of view it like the port was in Savannah 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really can have that kind of impact, not only on this area, but our whole state. Right. So we have been the number one state to do business for many years running now, as you know. Can you talk a little bit about what your administration is doing to make us the most secure state to do business as well? Well, I have a unique background with uh, security, probably more than I wanted to in my role as Secretary of State, being involved in the elections when the whole, you know, hacking, you know, manipulation, whatever people want to call it and whatever was happening back in you know 2015 2016 we were very mm -hmm. engaged with that thank goodness we had made some huge changes in in our um, information technology office you know getting a private sector company to come in to be our cio doing complete restructuring we had many vulnerabilities that we just simply couldn't fix with government paid employees so mm -hmm. we brought a yep. private sector vendor in best decision I've made in government so far. And it transformed the office, not only from a security standpoint, but we were serving our customers a lot better. We mm -hmm. saved the taxpayers a lot of money. And so I, I'm very proud of us being the number one state in the country for business, but we have a lot to do on the cyber side in government, in the private industry. Uh, it's affecting everybody. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter if you're a federal agency a state agency or some small local government that you think why would somebody want to mess with us that gets hacked or targeted or you know encrypted and so i think raising awareness again is a big part of that but you'll be glad to know that just recently i the governor completed my cyber security training <laughs> i printed i printed my certificate that that I gave myself on, and put it on the bullet bulletin board just to let people know that, look, everybody needs to be aware yeah. of not clicking on a bad link or knowing where the sender's coming from. Or if you have any doubt, 
you know, get them to check the email before you open the attachment. And I do that all the time. And we, we're doing a lot in state government, probably more than we have, but we still have a long way to go. It's very expensive. And unlike the private sector, we don't have a lot of unlimited resources, you know, from billion-dollar corporations that have that can just right. do this. And small business people are in the same boat. So uh, we just have to have our, you know, most of these things are happening because of bad decisions by human employees, and we have mm -hmm. to all be cognizant of that and be trained, and that's what we're doing in state government. Absolutely. So what excites you the most about today's announcement? Well, I think uh, depending on when, when the podcast is going to be uh, released. It'll or, be a couple I don't know weeks. if we're live. Weeks. Okay, a couple, couple of weeks. So I'll yeah. go ahead and say it. Uh, it excites <laughs> me that we're going to be the best state in the country for business seven years in a row now instead mm -hmm. of six. Uh, very proud of that. Uh, obviously, it's my first one, which I, you know, I felt it was very important for us to continue the legacy we had in our state and we're also building off of that to do a lot of other things really focusing on making georgia the number one state in the country for small business so i think that from a marketing standpoint just showing our ability that we're number one in things like workforce and you know government um, speed of government permitting and things of that nature i mean these are all great things for our state that we can continue to talk about for another year as we market the state but I think for the Parsons announcement today, it just shows how quickly uh, these these companies that may start here small, and we celebrated that small start with them. I think it was only like 25 jobs, which you normally yeah. don't have a, a governor doing a press release about 25 jobs in the state. But we knew that that start was going to lead to bigger things and very quickly. Now, we didn't think it was going to be this quick. So I think that's what excites me about today on the private sector side is that how quick it's escalated. And now we're going to continue to see that in the future, not only in the two buildings that are here, but what we're going to be doing in the future from a research perspective, innovation, just private sector, you know, investment and ingenuity is very exciting. And there's just a real hunger for it, it seems like. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I know, I mean, even, you know, three, four, five years ago when we were working on all our cyber stuff, it was hard finding vendors to come in to check our systems, to do training. I mean, there's so much demand out there in this field. Um, you know, we need more workers. We, we need more mm -hmm. innovation. And, you know, it was a problem then, so it's even more of a problem now because you have everybody that's getting targeted and you have a lot more awareness now and so this is just you know we're at the early start of this we have you know really as long as we continue to work hard keep collaborating with the great folks that are on the ground here the sky's the limit for us i believe here absolutely thank you so much for being with us this afternoon governor we really appreciate it it's been great oh, it's my been pleasure great. we'll do it again thank you very much right. awesome. thank you Thank you so much to General Fogarty, Chris Grimo, and Governor Kemp. It was awesome to spend some time chatting with each of them. We would also like to thank all of you. It's been incredible watching this show grow over the past several weeks. Your support means so much to us. That being said, we want to hear from you. Our last episode this season is a special Q&A episode. We want to answer your questions about the Georgia Cyber Center, our guests, Augusta, and anything else. You can email us your question at odashow at augusta.edu. That's odashow at augusta.edu. You can tweet us your question 
at Other Duties Show. And you can DM us your question on Instagram at Other Duties. Again, thank you so much to everyone we've had the chance to chat with this season. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And thank you to the team at the Cyber Center who enabled all of this. It's so exciting to build and create something brand new. Without the support of Michael, Alicia, Scott, and the whole team, this wouldn't have been possible. We hope you'll join us again in the first half of 2020 for season two. And remember to submit your questions for our Q&A special. Again, thank you. And also happy new year.